Welcome to the Tenet of Apologist podcast. All right, it's July 27th. This is the first day of the hearings on Capitol Hill with respect to the January 6th insurrection. And there was some powerful testimony today from four police officers. One of them was Officer Daniel Hodges, and he noted, uh, and this was tweeted actually, that at the January 6th insurrection, there was much Christian imagery present at the, that time. And he said, quote, it was clear the terrorists perceived themselves to be Christians, unquote. Well, the Twitter account for American Atheist, a very popular account, I think it's like 100,000 followers, replied to that testimony by saying this, they are Christian terrorists, full stop. And R was written in all caps. However, that's not what Hodges said, right? He said that the terrorists perceived themselves to be Christians, though they were terrorists. American Atheist responds, they are Christian terrorists. In other words, American Atheist assumes without argument that a person who perceives themselves to be a Christian is a Christian, and thus a person who is a Christian terrorist is a Christian terrorist. Well, that assumption concerns me. First, there are many people who believe themselves to be something and yet to be mistaken. They believe themselves to be part of a community, and yet they, in fact, are not part of that community. And Jesus himself makes that point quite clearly in Matthew 25, starting in verse 41. Then he will say to those on his left, depart from me, you who are cursed into the eternal fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry and you gave me nothing to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me nothing to drink. I was a stranger and you did not invite me in. I needed clothes and you did not clothe me. I was sick and in prison and you did not look after me. They will answer, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or needing clothes or sick or in prison and did not help you? He will reply, truly, I tell you, whatever you did not do for one of the least of these, you did not do for me. Now, an important thing to note from this, this a bit of teaching here from Matthew 25 is that these individuals seem to think they were in good standing, right? that they were faithful disciples. And so when they discover that they were not faithful disciples, they were not sheep, they were rather goats, that they are rather shocked at this discovery. In other words, the fact that you think you are a faithful disciple of Jesus does not automatically mean you are a faithful disciple of Jesus. The fact that you think you are a faithful terrorist carrying out the Lord's will on Capitol Hill doesn't mean you were in fact a faithful disciple of Jesus acting as a terrorist carrying out his divine will. This brings me to a second problem with this tweet. The American Atheist tweet is deeply ambiguous. Again, the language, they are Christian terrorists, full stop. Does that mean that one can be a faithful follower of Jesus and faithfully following out their Christian discipleship? They can also be a violent terrorist who beats police officers and attempts to overturn democratic elections. Because you see, I don't think that one can be a faithful follower of Jesus and act in that violent manner. So I disagree with that claim that they are Christian terrorists in that sense. Well, does it mean that one can be a member of a Christian church in good standing and believe that one can be a violent terrorist who beats, beats police officers? Well, in that case, it depends on the church 
there are many churches, and I think the proper response of a church would be to punish a person like that through disciplinary measures available to the church. And if that person was unrepentant, that person should be removed from membership of the church. Of course, there are other churches that maybe would embrace that kind of violence. But this then just shifts the question from the individual to the particular congregation, because there are some congregations that will say, Lord, Lord, did we not do these things? And he will say, I never knew you as a congregation. This is why Paul says, test yourselves corporately to see whether you are in the faith. Another possibility, does this mean that they are Christian terrorists full stop? Does that mean that if Christianity happens to be true, one can be saved by Jesus despite the fact that one acted in a violent way inconsistent with their Christian convictions? Well, that's another whole possibility and another whole topic and one that I'm not interested in opining on. My point is that those are just three of multiple possible interpretations of what American atheist even means when that tweet says they are Christian terrorists full stop. And if you can't clear up what you even mean by then, that it's not a very, it's not a very helpful tweet to begin with. Now, this leads me to a bigger issue that it seems to me, well, we need to interpret that tweet against the backdrop of American Atheist, which is an ideological group that has been and not something that I would say I'm totally opposed to by any means, because I agree with one major point of, of American atheists, the separation of church and state. As a Baptist, I think that's very important. But I also think it clearly is tying in to this very standard rhetorical move that was promoted by the new atheists post 9-11, that religion generally and Christianity in particular is closely linked to violence, and in particular to geopolitical violence. Now that attitude, that perception, that claim was summarized perhaps most succinctly and I would say inanely by Victor Stenger, a new atheist, in his mantra that science flies you to the moon, religion flies you into buildings. And so the idea is that religion or Christianity spurs on violence, justifies violence, including geopolitical violence. And it seems to me that this is fundamentally just inappropriate to take the testimony of this police officer who makes a perfectly legitimate, important, and nuanced point when Hodges says these people perceive themselves to be Christians. Yes, that is concerning. And we should call that out. And we should call out the exploitation of Christian beliefs in order to justify geopolitical violence. But there's another thing altogether. If you now take that nuanced observation from Officer Daniel Hodges, and you turned into the mantra, they are Christian terrorists, full stop, which is just a completely ambiguous statement, but which can clearly be used to further the link between geopolitical violence and religion slash Christianity. Well, while I was trying to make these points on Twitter in response to this tweet, I was not surprisingly soon accused of committing the no true Scotsman fallacy. If I had a dollar for every misbegotten use of that fallacy or every time I have errantly been accused of committing the no true Scotsman fallacy, if I had a dollar for every time that happened, I could buy a vacation home in Banff in the Rocky Mountains. Well, what is the no true Scotsman fallacy? It is an informal fallacy, one in which a person attempts to 
in an ad hoc manner to redefine or, or to defend a universal generalization from a potentially falsifying counterexample by arbitrarily or in an ad hoc way redrawing the conditions of class membership. What do I mean by that? Well, for example, uh, so if you say no Scotsman would dislike haggis, I mean, every Scotsman loves haggis. And I say, well, Connor McLeod hates haggis. And of course, Connor McLeod was raised in the Scottish Moors. And then if you reply, oh, okay, but no true Scotsman would hate haggis or dislike haggis. What you are doing now is in an ad hoc way, redrawing the membership a class membership for being a Scotsman in such a way that you can maintain your hasty universal generalization that no true that no Scotsman dislikes haggis by you've simply said no true Scotsman would dislike haggis. The claim then is that I'm doing something like that. So for example, I claim, well, no Christian would act like a terrorist. And then when I'm given examples of Christians acting like terrorists, I now arbitrarily and in an ad hoc way, I redefine class membership and say, okay, but no true Christian would act like a terrorist. However, that's not what I'm doing here at all. That's simply a confused objection. Uh, there is no ad hoc redrawing of class membership in this case. The fact is that I have always been of the opinion that a Christian who acts violently in an insurrection, uh, attempts to beat police officers um, and use violence in order to um, further their political will, I've always believed that that is inconsistent with Christian identity. So in that sense, the idea of a Christian terrorist has for me always been an oxymoron. And in particular, you will, I think, not find anybody who has more consistently denounced Donald Trump and the magnification of Christianity ever since he rolled down that escalator to launch his campaign in 2015 than I have. From the very beginning, I have denounced MAGA Christianity. So to claim that I am arbitrarily redrawing the definition of class membership for being a Christian in good standing is just manifestly false. I've always had the same view. The issue at hand is not an arbitrary redrawing of Christian class membership. Rather, the issue is the unhelpful exploitation of powerful testimony by a police officer, which does raise important questions about how Christianity is being exploited and distorted to further MAGA, racism, and xenophobia, and nationalism. That is the issue. Uh, but the issue is not, the issue is distorted when groups like American Atheists use this as an opportunity to tweet out a statement that they are Christian terrorists full stop, which simply plays into their uh, post 9-11 attempt to link Christianity and religion generally with geopolitical violence. That simply obscures the issues. So that would seem to me to be a good point to stop.